and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, another wonderful episode of Bitten, a.k.a. Boom in the Night. I am your host, Night Tide, along with Boom Live. Hey. There he is. Love him. And this is episode 37. Holy moly. Creeping up that to that 40 That is a lot, count. actually. That's weird. I know. We say That's this like every time because it's it's like amazing that we keep creating content in this format when we struggled so hard for so long to make this a thing. And now like we've actually been doing yeah. it pretty consistently. It's a good thing. And now it's a thing. Yeah, it feels good, man. Remember when we used to do this in a fake cafe? I do. I do. It wasn't even called the same thing. Silly. No, it wasn't. You were, you were correct. It's called different things. But, but that being said, this is a very special, very special episode because we're talking about relationships. He's pregnant. I am not. Please don't say that. I've got to. You're glowing though. We're done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I must have stepped into something radioactive. Anyway. (laughs) What? Anyway, so we're going to talk about relationships. Relationships. Wow. Unique New York. Relationships. Relationships. It's relationships. So we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but around around the Valentine's Day, it always seems relevant to go back and revisit those. So we have kind of two different angles at this. One, we're going to talk about a personal angle about, hey, relationships and gaming and streaming and that kind of fun stuff. And if we find the time, we might dive into talking about relationships between you as a content creator and the outside world, AKA like PR companies. Cause I think it'd be, it, it there's, it kind of came up on Twitter recently um, of, of different things to expect. And I think it'd be fun to talk about. It's still a relationship. You gotta nurture it, take You're care of it and all that wonderful things. So let's, let's dive in the deep end here. Let's do it. <clears throat> what do you think is the hardest part about being in a relationship while being a content creator? The hardest part about being in a, okay. So for me, I, I, I am still stuck. I, I, I can't lie. I'm actually still stuck. Zay literally says stream whenever you want, as much as you want, except Sunday, like Sunday's our day. Like that's, that's, that's when we do couple stuff. That's when we can be a couple, you know, it's no Twitter. It's no Instagram. It's none of this other stuff. We just be a couple on that day. Must in my head though, be effing nice in my head though. I am still in that space where we were two years ago to where even if stuff's going good, I'll cut myself off because I don't want to upset her. I believe they call that love. It, 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 well, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not her fault. It's my fault. Like it's still my hangup to where I get to the point where, you know, I'm just like, well, we haven't got to hang out really today. She streamed earlier. I'm streaming now. You know, it's, we've had a good day. Let's just wrap it up. And I, you know, that's something I, I still have to fight myself and do better about, you know, being there. Um, but honestly, as far as like the full relationship goes, it's, it's really never better. It hasn't been better than it is right now for the simple fact that like, you know, we're, we're just in that comfortable space to where I, well, I'm lucky in the sense that she's also a full-time streamer. Like I don't, I don't have, we, you know, I don't have to like explain to her what I do. 
it literally pays the bills, so it's going to work. Well, so, and well, so there's a couple of things there, right? <clears throat> yeah. So one, I don't think it's a bad thing that you are conscious about wanting to make sure that you both are spending time together because yeah. I think in in a world where you guys are both content creators, that's a huge trap to fall in, right? Is to to forget to take time for each other and to oh, just yeah. kind of be consumed by the work, as it were, right? Yeah. But at the same time, that's also an interesting kind of topic is the fact that you're, you know, your waifu is also a full-time content creator. So, I mean, what, how do you think that, that do you, do you feel like that helps you guys? Or do you kind of wish that you had like, I don't want to say completely different hobbies, but do you feel like you guys did different things for work or are you, are you cool with the fact that both of you were there? This is not a trap. I, I'm, these are legitimate questions. No, 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 no. Like, no, I, I, I understand. It's like, it's, it's weird sometimes, right? Where a, a, a lot of times I feel bad, honestly, because a lot of times she streams earlier in the day. And I, that means like during that time, like I try to be there for her stream as much as I can. But that's also when I'm like doing the laundry, going to get lunch, doing the adulting, running to the bank, like, like I have to do the grown up errands while she actually streams. Mm. And so I don't get to be at her stream all that much, nowhere near as much as she is in mine. Mm. And so, you know, it, 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 it's that kind of thing, but it, I'm not, it, it's weird sometimes. Right. Because like you see the same people that were in her stream that are now in your stream and it's just, uh, like, it's not bad or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's just weird when the person does the exact same thing you do. And so sometimes like, you know, you're, you're trying to like talk about it and you're just like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you, it, it's awesome in the sense that I never have to explain anything though. Like I, I, I don't think I would prefer her doing something else just because we already don't get a lot enough, uh, a lot of time together anyway. So we actually get to be together at least in the sense of being in the same room when uh, we're both live. Right. So, and, and I can think that's something different. So <clears throat> from my standpoint, obviously my wife is, and I do different things and, and I am not considered technically full time. Although I, mm -hmm. this is a solid part-time effort, I think on my, on my part, but the, my wife, you know, works in a school and, and I work in software development. So like during the day we're completely away from each other. And when we come back, we have this other thing that's a time suck that allows us to not spend any time together called kids. So it's like, it's not until the end of the day when we put the kids to bed that we actually get time to like mm -hmm. process each other. And by that yeah. time, we're just so completely wiped and need a break that it's, it's a lot of times it's just quiet time, right? It's like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's on DVR. Yeah, right. It's just like fine. time to be that's around fine. each okay. other. You know, like last night, which she, I mean, we do the same thing, really. Yeah. I mean, last night she was like, hey, you know, I, I just want you to, to like come down and cuddle on the couch tonight. Can we do that? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so I just came and I sat next to her and we just kind of held hands and watched, <laughs> you know, America's Got Talent. That was it. And it was nice. It was really nice. And, and it was just one of those like just very chill times. But I think the the difference, though, between kind of the setup that you have versus the setup that I have is we, we still have that small talk bank that we can go to yeah. of like, Hey, what happened in your day? You know? And she's got like her yeah. whole school drama, 
parents, teachers, conferences, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I've got all of my stuff and all my work junk that I have to deal with every day. And, and so we get to kind of at least have something to talk about that's ongoing and, you know, talk about the kids too. Like, Oh, how are the kids days? Mm -hmm. And did you talk to the teacher? I don't know. Is it, there's, there's a, a bank of stuff there, but I mean, the caveat being my wife also is not a gamer. She's not really into content creation, so to speak. She does like YouTube a lot. She likes like, she has like YouTube people that she follows and she's into, you know, reality style TV, which is essentially what we do. We're just in a different way. And it's like the, the, the whole dynamic of that is if I ever have something that I would like to do, that's not during my normal stream time. Like, Hey, there's a partner tournament for this game on a Saturday. Do you want to be involved? And I'm like, yeah. And I look at my wife and she's like, when is it? And I said, it's from noon to seven on Saturday. And she goes, no. Sucks to suck nerd. And I'm like, okay, okay. Because that's, that's our, that's like the weekends are our time. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. with the kids and with the wife and, and if I were to go and completely be away for the big chunk of a day, just up in the office on a Saturday. That means that she's with both kids completely by herself, which she doesn't mind being with the kids, but it's like knowing that I'm here and that I'm playing video games, even though it's part of content creation, all that stuff doesn't factor in. She thinks of it like I'm just up here having fun playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. It's like finger guns. What's up everybody. Well, well, I mean, I am, well, that's true too, but it's still like for something. Well, I mean, like I, I, I will say when it comes to that too, though, that that's where like with me and, and Zay, like it can get re- like redundant at times. Right. Where, you know, we're, so if I'm talking about my day and she's talking about her day, then we're always talking about streaming. Right. And so it's one of those things that it's, it is like such a, such a similar topic. Yeah. And it's annoying. It's very annoying where you're just like, okay, let's just talk about something else. Like, let's not even focus on streaming. Let's not do this. Let's not do that. Because like, and, and the thing is like a lot of our conversations will like be curtailed back into it because it's just like, well, what do you want to do for your stream? What do you want to do for your stream? Well, that's your life though. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is our life, but it's one of those things too, where it's just like, that's the importance of going and doing other things, watching other things besides streams themselves, because Like, you know, it being your job when you get it, like, it's, it's one of those things where like, she's considered a nine to five doing something else just, just to have something different, right. To have that different flavor. And I know a lot of people would be like, Jesus, like, why would you ever give up streaming to do that? And you know, it's different for everybody, man. Like, you know, they might enjoy something else, but yeah, it's just weird where like literally some days, like all we talk about streaming and at the end of the day, you're just like. I am done. Yeah. I just don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, it's just how many times can you talk about like, I dropped this many frames or something happened or, you know, that dude was annoying. I can't stand this person. Like, well, so on the flip side of that though, right. Well, there's, <clears throat> you have kind of a distinct advantage that you as significant others and content creators can kind of pull things in together and do mm-hmm. things together and, and have 
additional time together within the context of that, where you can be together, still be having fun and creating content. So you're kind of checking all the boxes. And for me, I think that that's really cool. Like I, my wife is a psychologist. Like that's what she does. She loves psychology. Yeah. So for me, I keep trying to get, I keep trying to get her into games that are more like, you know, in the head. Like I'm, I really want, and I've been holding off for a long time on playing uh, Hellblade because I feel mm -hmm. like that's a game that she would enjoy either watching or participating yeah. in in some way because of the story and because of you know the the mental you know stuff going on within the game. And I can't I can't figure out a way to get her to want to do it. Like part of me is like I yeah. just want to play it. Like part of me just wants to like go. And, and hook up like my Xbox downstairs and just like just have it, it where, have it where she can't run away from it. Like yeah, she well, has like, to be there. Yeah. Just like, just play it and she can do her little cross stitch or whatever the hell she wants to do. And, and it's just going to be on and I'll play it and have her experience the story the way that I'm kind of used to experiencing a story, which is through a game. But I want to stream that game too. And I want to stream my first time playing that game. So I'm in this like constant yeah. like, push pull of like, ah, I want, well, and I I'd mean, love ideally I'd love to have her sitting next to me and we can just like experience it together, but she does not want to be on the stream. That's just not her yeah. thing. So yeah, that's a, that's a thing there. But you guys, not only are you around when you guys are streaming and the banter be between the two of you is always great in my opinion. Yeah you also are starting to explore and do things together. Like you have, you know, your YouTube channel that you, that you started and you have the whole ghost dudes thing. And, and I think that that's really, I think that that's really cool that you guys have been able to take that step and, and kind of merge yeah. that content to well, make different types of content. It's something different too, right? Like, you know, I, I, it, I, one thing we try to not do as much as be on each other's streams for one, like in where our office is now, it's not as easy as it used to be mm -hmm. because uh, where we used to live, like our stream desks were literally side by side. Like, you know, they would overlap each other. So we were close enough to where if like your arm moved a little bit, you could see the other one. And now like we were, we literally have like five or six feet between us. But another thing that kind of happened too, where, it, it it's obvious that communities are going to overlap when you're a couple like mm -hmm. hell we're close for like me and your our communities overlap a good bit so it's one no. of those things that yeah like so it, it's almost like out of i feel bad because my channel took off a little bit more uh because i was just streaming more she took time off mm -hmm. so that's like when my channel took off more and it was literally one of those things where people wouldn't sub to her, they would sub to me, and then they would be like, yeah, but subbing to him is like subbing to both of you. And it's like, it's not, though. That's not how streaming works. Like, you know, she has her own aspirations in it. Like, she has the things that she wants to do in it. I have the things I want to do in it. Like, her dreams aren't my dreams. My dreams aren't her dreams. You know, just because our money goes to the same place and we pay the same bills doesn't mean that, you know. Right the support go, you know, it's not like the support diverts equally once you support one or the other, like, you know, mixer looks at our statistics and analytics and they're like, you know, who's worth giving what to and who's worth this and who's worth that. Right. Like subbing to me or subbing to her hurts the other one. So, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to do it in any way, shape or form. No, but, but it's, it's one of those things. Don't, don't make the excuse <clears throat> that, you know, 
just because you support me, you're also supporting her in, in a roundabout way. Sure. Because that money pays the bills, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's very same, far from so what the you're actual saying is truth. You, you've got, you've got the benefit of having a, a blended kind of overall community because it, it helps in terms of overall viewership because yeah. you guys are, are pooling people and having dual exposure and all that kind of fun stuff in, in, you know, bringing in new people at different times and there's all that benefit. But at the same time, you know, from a support perspective, you're not, you don't have two distinct pools of support. You have a blended pool of support, right? Which can make that a little bit more difficult when you're trying to do things separately. So yeah, I get that. I get that. So let's, let's switch the gears here. What, uh, cause we've kind of talked about some benefits of, of being in a relationship. What's, um, Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of how to say this. What is your, has there ever been a, like, can you, can you think of a time where it's been like amazing that you both create content or that, that you, uh, there, or <clears throat> I have the words, I'm sorry. No, They're in fine. there. They just need to come out. I believe no, in so you. How do you feel that your relationship has contributed to your content? Meaning like, how, like for me, my relationship is a constant source of content for my, for my channel. We yeah. spent a whole bunch of time before the recording this, just talking and hanging out and about talking about Valentine's day and how I went and got flowers for today. And you know, all of that kind of stuff. How much of that is, is fun and inspirational, I guess, in terms of your content. Because you have a relationship as opposed to not having one. Yeah. (sighs) Like, I know I'm hitting you with the hard ones. Well, no, I mean, like we're, we're both like a source of each other's content just because we're in a relationship, right? Like I think any, I think that's almost any couple, unless you're streaming to get out of a relationship which happens more times than most people think. Um, No, I mean, how many people have we known though, dude, where like they started streaming and that, and that relationship is over, but no. So, I mean, I, I, I think we're, you know, we're content for each other because we talk about the other one a good bit on stream, but I, I, you know, it's weird when it's me and her, like, I think we're both, I think we're both different enough people. Like me and her are, are, crazy uh, like very different people very different people and so i i think like it does add to that mix like when we are together a little bit like yeah like there it's it's always like i can always tell stories about something that that she did or i did and you know both of us together that i i think is entertaining if if that's what you're kind of looking for like i'm i'm not like I kind of get what you're asking. Well, I'm, as basically, being, I'm just being basically saying content, like, <clears throat> I think, I think that without my wife and my kids, I'm way more boring as a content creator. Not that I don't think that, oh, yeah. that I'm an yeah, entertaining yeah, 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 person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I feel like there's so many fun stories that I have about being a part of, of a relationship, right? About being in a relationship with my wife, like true story, right? This, this is, this is my life. This is actually my life. Yeah. My wife uh, said she entered some kind of contest with our university that was like 
tell us your love story about how you met, you know, at the college and maybe you can win something. And I was like, okay, what was your story? And she, she told it like, oh, you know, we met, uh, at the mix of the first day and a month later we were dating and, you know, now we're coming up on our 10 year anniversary and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why didn't you tell them the fun stuff? And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, why didn't you tell them that the first day you saw me and don't hardly remember meeting me and the first time you actually met me and like said, hey, like introduced ourselves was in my dorm room that night while you were sitting on my roommate's lap. (laughs) That's a different story. Now, nothing happened that night, but she... My roommate is a good looking man. He's an Italian stud. Trust. Don't blame her at all. But like she was just talking and they just talked and then she left it like, and it wasn't a big deal, but it was just funny. I, I distinctly remember walking in and seeing her and I was like, damn, Ty, you got already day one. Wow. All right. Fine. All right, bud. Guess game on, dude. And, yeah. And so month later though, she was not interested in him anymore and we were dating and you know, there's all that kind of fun stuff. And the other funny parts are like the night that we got together, like officially was on a weekend when uh, some other dude had come up to try to date her and, and stayed with me and my roommate and ended up leaving at like one o'clock in the morning after, uh, after a party because he was just like mad because she wasn't dancing with him or something. And then I was like, I'm really happy that dude left. She's like me too. I was like, I kind of like you. She's like, I like you too. And then that was pretty much it. So it's stuff. It's stuff like that, that you can pull from that makes it fun. Where I think as a content creator, when you're in a relationship that enriches your, your pool, I mean stuff to pull from. Well, the thing is without streaming and content creation, like we wouldn't have met, like we met on Twitch. Perfect. Like See? that's, yeah, that's, that's literally how we met. Like, you know, she, she was like the mod goddess, right? You know, every, she, she, she modded for literally half of the destiny directory on Twitch. And I was the, like, everybody was like, Oh, Zay, like kissing her ass everywhere she goes. And I was like, <laughs> she would be like, my, my name was hollow back then. She was like, Hey, hollow. And I'll just be like, Hey. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't treat her like, you know, I treat like, I didn't treat her like she was like gamer girl goddess. Like I treated her like she was a person and like I was there, like, you know, she modded for my friends and then it drove her crazy that I didn't kiss her ass and I didn't like hold her up on this pedestal like everybody else did. And so of course that had to be stand that had to be corrected. Like there's no way no one could treat the great and mighty Zay this way, <laughs> like a human. And so she started coming into my stream and then it's yeah, more or less history from there. She used her powers. Yeah. And so you, that you were done. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like someone, treat them like a human. And if they feel the need that they need to be treated like they're on a pedestal, they're not going to be the one for you. They're going to be, that's, that's not a good person. You treat them like they're on a pedestal after you're together, mm-hmm. not before. Exactly. So I think those all in all of those ways, I think that's oh, one of the cool things about yeah, being and, 
in a relationship and, and being in content creation. So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of cap it there. If you're good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Because now we're going to talk about a different relationship. This ever ethereal relationship that content creators could ha have with either, you know, a sponsors or uh, PR companies or things like that. Because, hey, we talk about content creation stuff and streams. And so we're going to talk about these. And there was recently a very interesting thread that cropped up on Twitter. I'm actually going to pull it up now. That that thread is just... It's oh. actually really good. It's really good. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why I like it. I'll tell you why I like it. Because it's different perspectives. And some people are hate, all right, like heated. They're like, but I'm like, wow, okay, but yeah, a, a lot well, of I really mean, good yeah, stuff it's... has come from this thread, and and I'll find it. But I think the fundamental problem that I have as a content creator, especially as one that still, even despite hitting an awesome milestone recently of of getting to 20k follows, which is awesome. I still feel weird interfacing with PR companies like nothing about it is transparent at all. And most of the time you're just shouting into the void and I understand why, but it doesn't make it any less awkward to when you send a DM to somebody that's a community manager and you never hear back. Or when you send an email in through like a contact form and you never hear back, you know, like it's, it's the, one of the hardest things to to work up the confidence in the first place, especially when you're growing and developing these skills to reach out to these people. And then you you get no feedback, right? Mm -hmm. So like you, uh, well, I'm, I'm still looking for this thread, but you, you had a really good experience with feedback the one time. I love the story that you tell. Do you want to chuck that one out there again? Uh, which we got, which, we which got the at least where they gave you a response. Oh, oh, from like, uh, uh, they said I wasn't big enough years ago. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll even say it was deep silver. Like think like they go. were cool. Um, you know, this was back before I was, this was when I was just trying to do YouTube and I hit them up. I found like their, their review, their review person, their PR person. And I was like, Hey, like I do YouTube reviews. I do YouTube videos, like commentary on stuff. Uh, is there a way I can get, I was also going through that thread at the same time, trying to find like bits. Um, it. yeah, it's, it's, you know, I was like, what can I do to, you know, to actually get a code to, to stand out for you guys. Mm -hmm. And like the PR guy was just straight with me. And like, he's the only one that's ever been straight about most things when it comes to, he was like, you're not big enough. He was like, you know, he's. He said, we at least look at 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I, I, at the time, I forget how many Twitch followers it was. It was like 50,000, oh, wow. I think. Even then. Or something like it was, it, I forget. Or maybe it was 50,000 YouTube subscribers and 10,000 Twitch followers. That seems more like reasonable. It, yeah. I, at this point, it's, it's been years, so I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, he, he was just like straight with me. He was like... Is like reach that point. He was like, and then we can actually start having a conversation about what we can do for you and, and everything like that. He was like, until then, he was like, you know, we have your name on file. We'll 
will drop in, check out the content, but he was like, you're, you're just, you know, you're not there yet. <laughs> roughly. You're, you're not on our radar, bud. Like, and that, you know, to me, to me, I love that story because at least they let you know. Oh yeah. And they, like and they gave you a they were just like, not right hit. now. Yeah. You know, like they the, pointed me in a direction. Exactly. And for as good as so many resources that we have, even as partners, right? Like we have access to people that are in this industry. When you go and you ask them and you say, Hey, how do I talk to people like you when I don't have an established relationship already? And a lot of time they can't tell you. And that's what's that to me is even more frustrating. But anyway, so there's, there's always things that you see on Twitter, right? Where where I, yeah. I, I see it at least once a week where some community manager throws out the proverbial like shout at the at the internet, like content creators, please have your email in your yeah, thing so that I can email you. And I'm like, my mail's there. Email me. Yarp. Yeah. I guess I'm, you don't I'm, want am, to email me. Willing and ready. How do I get how do I make you want to email me? What else do I gotta do? You're like, put your email there. It's there. It's verified in my channel because that came up once. There was like, well, it's not enough to have it on Twitter. You have to have it in your channel too. And I was like, I got it both places. Yeah. How about that? You know, like did all that stuff, but then nothing happens. So anyway, so yeah. this thread though, this thread that comes up today was another thing. It was, and it it's relevant in the fact that, that it's someone in the PR industry that's offering up uh, a suggestion to content creators on how they should advertise what they do so that they um that that people in the industry have a, a bit more understanding of what it, kind of content you create and and how you should look at it and basically it says you know hey streamers and influencers you're you're hurting yourself by calling yourself a variety streamer um mm -hmm. because pr companies are looking to work with ambassadors for the genre of the game that they're promoting and if you're not branding yourself correctly as, you know, uh, someone that is into shooters or roguelikes or whatever, then it's, it's not, uh, they don't have that immediate, like eye catch that says, yeah, yeah this is someone that's going to be good for me. And, and what this whole thread <laughs> has done, uh, and, and again, overall, the other stuff aside from that in the, in the thing, you know, put your contact in your bio you know, uh, you know, try and cultivate your brand and your viewership and find out who you are like uh, normal stuff that we all talk about that you should do, mm -hmm. but that's his angle. And so many other people have responded being like, don't listen to this dude. Yeah. Oh dude. Like people are calling him an idiot. It well, So here's one, right. And, and this guy's actually the, uh, the influencer, um, he, he runs the influencer pro program for NVIDIA. And I, I thought his was really nice and short and sweet. And he basically goes, here's what a variety streamer means to, to us at NVIDIA. It tells us that you and your community are excited by and skilled at a number of games and a good target for ongoing offers as we work with multiple game publishers. Now, the thing that, that I want you to keep in mind is the guy that started the thread worked for a game developer. Right? Yeah. And, and so he is focused from his perspective on a singular type of genre. 
And so from oddly his enough, perspective, he used to work for Deep Silver. Oddly enough, he worked for Deep Silver. Probably the guy I talked to back then. Right. Uh, you know, and, and I think that, that <clears throat> that's important for, for to understand his perspective coming from the fact that that's where he works. And then the, the opposite perspective that I gave from NVIDIA, NVIDIA is a graphics card company. They're optimizing for all kinds of games and servicing across a whole wide things. So from them being a larger brand that's more wide reaching, it makes a lot more sense that they're looking to work with people that, that span and that can reach a, a much broader audience. So I think that before you guys go after this dude and grab your torch and pitchforks, remember that these people have context in and of themselves, right? And, and that that's an important thing. I'm not saying that I agree with him one way or another, but he is somebody in the industry that is representative of a publisher that is trying to give you feedback. And I don't well, think that that's something that you should just um, automatically okay. be like, that's dumb. I partially, I wasn't going to like tweet on it, but I did. And you the did. thing I said, I did. Um, and the thing I said was, I wasn't going to comment on this, but I feel like this kind of thinking is a step in the wrong direction. Uh, opportunities like you see, the thing is, it feels like content creation as a whole. And, and this actually goes back to something excessive profanity said the other day. Um, that kind of feels that way where he had, he has beef with like somebody's job actually being like influencer relations and he hates the term influencer. Okay. <laughs> but because it seems like more and more we're taking the human element out of what we do and the human element is the most important thing that we do. And so it very much feels like, Hey, do a sticker label. That way we know who to throw codes at and we don't have to actually meet people and get to know these people anymore. It's just like, Hey, BR guy, give him a code. He's got this many follows. Oh, Hey, this dude, like he plays RPGs. He's going to be awesome for our marketing. It seems to like very much make their marketing lazy. I feel like, and I'm not calling them lazy. That's not what I'm saying, but I feel like this kind of idea absolutely like can make make the future for all this super lazy uh but i will say co actually um talked to this guy in that same uh thread okay and they, he made a good point about like what the guy could have said he could have said it like this and it would have made more sense to a lot of people he said you can distinguish yourself as a variety streamer but i don't believe that being variety distinguishes you correct so it's it's one of those self uh, one of those things that when you when you talk about yourself in the terms of variety streamer nine like everybody in the fucking world calls themselves a variety streamer if you play two games right and guess what we play video games we play more than two games everybody does for the most part mm -hmm. even kids that play Fortnite all the time I'm sure they play something else on their phone guess what variety streamer and and the thing is everybody's a streamer nowadays so so like let's not pretend like that's different but it's very much. So the idea, I hate that. That's why I hate the term variety now. God, I hate that term. For I know one, it's do. used as a circle jerk echo chamber. Two, well, it, yeah, like, no, keep going. Keep going. No, no, go ahead. Well, no, I say so. One of the other one of the other comments that was on there was, you know, variety doesn't just mean you know, it doesn't mean that I'm all over the place. It means that I have a community that's here for me, right? And and I think that that's yeah. again more your point is that that it is a bit lazy, right? But it's also something that's efficient. And, and the other thing that you picked up on is that everybody is a streamer nowadays, right? Like it, or at least it feels like it. We're actually a yeah. much smaller community relative to the larger entertainment industry than we think. But 
there's still a lot of us and there's constantly more and more every day because the barrier to entry is so low. And so the amount of people that are reaching out to these, to these people, I can understand. Again, I understand when I don't get a response, what that means. It just is frustrating yeah. that if there is a barrier to well, entry, I mean, that it's not made known. Like I will, I'm going to say this in a kind of a coy way. There, there's opportunities that come up through being a mixer partner. And recently there was one that I was really excited about, but it had a barrier to entry. It said this publisher is looking or this, this game yeah. developer is looking to, to partner with mixer partners that are of more than this size point blank. And I was like, at least I know, right? Like at least I know that that's the frustrating part when there are lots of other uh, community managers that'll say, well, I'll work with you no matter what your size or, you know, these types of things. But even with that said, there's still numbers that exist there. And it would, the, the amount of the lack of transparency again is what kills yeah. me because you could be the best person. You could have a great community. There's people that I can think of that are fantastic content creators that are still quote unquote small, like two, like less than 2000 follows or between two and 5,000 follows, you know, that are, are have fantastic communities that are fantastic creators and, and really, you know, just have this real amazing feel about their content but they're never going to get a look from people because they're not there yet. But as a whole, we don't know what there is. So how do we get there? Right? Well, I mean, it's, That's the it's thing. one of how these do you things. Get, how do you get there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Like I, I, I can see both sides of this and it's a hard thing to argue, right? Because this is all so new that even the people that are in charge of giving things away don't know necessarily how to do it yet. Sure. Where, you know, it's, you, you see so many, you know, I've seen so many PR people being like, we've been spurned by the big dogs before. So why would we ever want to help them out ever again? Uh, or give them anything ever again when someone like half the audience size, but has like way more like viewer interaction is going to be worth more in the future because like those people are going to be more invested in that singular person like anything like i've had people come to me because they don't give a shit about me they give a shit about my numbers they like they see that it's like i'm a feather in their cap you know like they don't care about me as a person they care that like they got boom live signed underneath their banner right and it's one of those things that like it's 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 obvious like i can tell like you can tell like when they like someone more than you like I, i'm not falling for it like i know when i'm like a pin and well, and but no it's so it's one of those things that like we're it's it's so new it's still the wild like i hate to say it but even in 2019 streaming's been a thing for 10 years but like thanks to people like ninja and dr disrespect and and how big twitch is getting like it's it's mainstream now it's starting to be mainstream to where like these people are having to have jobs for this kind of thing because they need to like it's it's just a weird market now because you know i i, I don't remember like an influencer manager being a thing five years ago no you know not not where like 
five years ago i remember trying to like find people to contact and like especially like i finally found like capcom's review person i finally found like deep silver's review person like and it took work to find the person in charge of doing that like it was email after email after email like it literally felt like molasses going uphill it was it was difficult and now like you know you can just literally just be like twitter be like so and so community relations and like it's their job like their job is to to contact with you and and, and to be in contact with you um so it's it's weird that we're already feeling like we're like with that dude's tweet and like don't get me wrong like i know what he's saying but like it already feels like we're skipping the human step in all this because we're we're literally going from hey this is a thing now to how can we streamline this so much that we don't even have to talk to the person if they're big enough and they're labeled this then we can just go ahead and give them whatever and their community will eat it up right and so the the i guess the advice that i could <clears throat> the advice that i can kind of give to people that are that are trying to reach out to these companies and develop these relationships is step one is you have to just have the guts to keep sending out the emails, right? Like you, you have to yeah. send the emails, you have to send the DMS and you, you need to do that because you don't know who it is that's going to respond. I have yeah. been very fortunate in one finding mixer, um, you know, beam at the time, and there being staff that wanted to in, to interact with partners that still wants to interact with partners to build a better platform. And that to me was important. And then I have, I have partnerships, right. With, with different companies that also interface with me as a human being. And I very much appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and, and we're willing to take a chance on me being a smaller creator because we were able to have those connections as human beings mm -hmm. and finding those companies is important one, but is also then something that you kind of fiercely have to hold on to and be smart with and make sure that you are, are making sure to reciprocate those types of things within a relationship. But the, the nut that I have yet to crack. And again, I think it's just going to take a lot more emails is, Things like, and I'll just call it out because, hey, if you're listening to Media, I love you. I have been trying like hell for like a year to figure out like who I have to talk to at their partner place, like to be able to have that human conversation, right? Because yeah. I'm not convinced that I can sell myself to anybody despite whatever numbers, but I'm pretty sure that if I have a conversation with somebody that I can make a lasting impression at least until after lunch. Right. So yeah, just finding those people is so hard. You know, it is. And, it's very like, difficult. I engage, I engage with them on Twitter. They've engaged with me on Twitter. I'm like, okay, there's a human there. I know, I know that we've talked before and they're like, all right, this thing's happened. Make sure you send in your app. And I send it in. They're like, good luck. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's the second mm -hmm. time I've sent this app in. I mean, and all I'm, I'm saying 15 K larger than I was last time. I'm waiting. All I'm saying is Elgato <laughs> answers emails. I know, I know, but I've never used Elgato products. That's the other thing. I'm genuine. I want to be genuine with my crap. Like on, like I'm not going mean, to be very honest with you because I have been so hard up to get a new graphics card that I'm like, I'm like, 
does does Gigabyte have a community manager? Does MSI have a community manager? Does ASUS have a community manager? Like, can I can I? Well, I'll work uh, with anybody, please. I like all your hardware. Problem, <laughs> like, well, the, I, the I, you don't, is, but you don't want to do that. Is my point? My yeah. point is you don't well, want to well, do I mean, that. You want to work with companies is, that you like, have investment in already. Because yeah, these comp like these things are so that. new though. Yeah. These things are so new. These jobs are so new that like, I'm not going to say the company I worked with, like, I, I guess I'm still signed with them. Like we don't even communicate anymore. Um, but the company I did work with, like the guy that built like everything they fired. Right. And then like they, they saw the job as such like a lackluster thing or whatever. They're like, Hey, you is your job now. And like he, you know, he's done it pretty well, but like that wasn't on his resume. Like community management wasn't on his resume. Like, like he was a guy that did other stuff. And then they're like, the company was like, we need this, I guess. Like you, it's your job. And <laughs> you, you know, he was, he, and he like, you know, good GG's like, congratulations. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things like super nice guy, but literally they went from like having this person that built this thing that knew the job to firing them to just like adding another, like adding this job as like a backpack to the guy's other job Yep. to where like, this is yours now. And like, just drops it on his desk, Yeah. you know? So it's, it's, it's still like this weird world and it's still seen like, like that's, it's funny. Like I, I, I talk about like one reason I love working with Elgato Mm -hmm. is because like the guy the guy that's in like miguel is mm -hmm. is he's an awesome dude i love him and like in in negotiations and stuff like that like you know it's kind of a conversation and stuff like that but now it's just like it's very like pointed it's just like what can i do for you this this and this okay that's the email man and i love that like let's go it's but that's that's also unsettling like so I reached but we out took to, the time to get to know each other in, in, in the negotiation process though. Right. Well, so here, so I, I reached out to, uh, one, one of the CMs, I, cause I won't point out names. I, I reached out to, to this person who worked for Activision, uh, when, when the, uh, COD season pass was about to drop its first content. And, and cause I had seen a tweet that was like, Hey, if you need anything, let me know content creators. And I was like, Hey, I really love COD and I'd like to, you know, work with you on a more long-term basis, but on the short term, I'd love to be able to get a season pass code so that I can stream the new content when it goes live. Mm -hmm. And they were like, here's code. And I was like, cool. About that long-term well, thing. And it was yeah. just like, you know, like, it's just, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, okay, I'm just going to let it go. We're good going by what they did hopefully that person still has a job well no they do um they do but they i caught no them. no no I, not I based know. on that but based based on the fact they literally just laid off 800 people yes this person works for activision not blizzard so oh, okay was that just blizzard then i thought it was it was just the blizzard yeah but yikes still the the whole thing for me is like all right, well now, now I have that contact at least. I, there's like some kind yeah. of history where at some point they helped me before. So I guess that's, I that's don't, something. I, I don't know. Like when it comes to that, it, that's just weird to me. It's, anymore. It's, like, and, and I'm not saying like that person's rude or anything like that. No. Super so busy it's, actually. It's, 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 yeah. And I'm sure they're busy, but it's also like, 
like I said, like I like working with Elgato because like we got to know each other and then, and then like we could do business, right? Sure. Like, you know, whereas before, like, I, I don't want to feel like I'm just getting thrown like peanuts for the sake of like, you like peanuts. And, and, you know, it's just like, don't jingle your keys because you think I'm just going to be like, Oh, now see like it. And now, so you, you, you brought up a great point though. And this is something that I struggle with. I do. Because we call it a relationship, right? Like you've taken yeah. the time, you get that. And you understand that when you talk to Miguel, if you're like, Hey Miguel, I'm looking, I'm looking to get something like this. You know, obviously you, you have that established. That's like, if you need something, let me know. And I'm the kind of person where for better or for worse, I always feel like I'm constantly needing to earn the thing. Right. And can continually yeah. prove that I'm invested <laughs> in this relationship and I'm not just there because they have stuff that I want. And that's yeah. Well, know, sure. like, it to not just be like, hey. I mean, I'm not going to do something with someone I don't necessarily like. No, like, it, I, I don't know. Because like, I don't know that that's still a representation of your brand. Like, no, my point is like, even the people that I have relationships with, I'm still, it's very difficult for me to be like, you know, Hey, can I get that? <laughs> oh, like, like I, no. I know like I'm a partner, but like it's, it, is, no, is, is I it a possibility. Like, I, I'm, I'm wrong. Like I'm, I'm still weird about it. It's but really I, hard. I, like, but no, like I've learned, like you're with those people for a reason. Like they want their products in your hands. That way you represent them. That's why you're signed with them. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's literally, it's literally, it, it, it's literally like a baseball player being afraid to take batting practice because like, I like to hit. Like, no, like you take batting practice because it's the best thing for the team. Like that's sure. why you get in there. And it's still. the same thing with, with whatever you do. Like, you know, you don't, you don't want to walk up, like you don't want to walk up to the plate without a bat, but yeah, you, you know, you, you got, you got to have the stuff to do the thing, man. Sure. And that, but that's, again, that's like the, that's the whole, that's the whole thing for me though, is right. Is, is wanting to I constantly feel like I'm having to prove that I'm there for the right reasons when yeah. I know that there are other people that have, you know, relationships with, with either the same or other companies. And they're just very comfortable being like, yo, can you, uh, you send me that? Not even like a, Hey, how are you? It's just a, you know, when can I get that? Yeah. And, and the response is typically like, here you go. And it's like, what? Wow. Like, where's the easy button? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but it, that doesn't feel, that doesn't feel, and, and again, we, this goes back to still being new. I'm going to, I'm going to categorize this still yeah. being mentally new to this part of this business. I understand streaming. I understand community. I understand what, what, from an advertisement perspective, what people are typically looking for. I'm still new to these types of relationships and how they work. I'm inexperienced yeah. in them. And to me, being someone well, who I mean, who works in marketing, like I, I understand say, it's like the business. Any other business it's it's the, any other business relationship. It's just it's weird for you because it's something you enjoy, and sure. so you don't want to take the wrong step in something like you enjoy that's a hobby, and and screw yourself over in the long term. Maybe. I think I, from again for me it's just uncertainty, right? I, and I think that's the that's the hardest part. So. To bring this all back around, you know, with this thread and with people kind of saying, hey, do this, do that, the other, I think from 
my perspective, what I wanted to kind of convey to you guys was as you are seeing information in a whole bunch of different places about how to have these relationships with these companies, one, be open to it. And then try and make sure you're understanding perspective and context around where that information's coming. And if you see well, something a lot like put your email in your bio, put your yeah. email in your bio. Well, I mean, there's like the okay, the thing is there's like specific things that you can do that that are just like that that are across the board, like do. Like put your email in your bio. But like the specifically like you know, have a BR thing. You can stay your variety, but have a BR like as as your mainly BR or sure. arena or stuff like that. The problem with that is like every company is different and every company is looking for something different. So mm -hmm. one person who works for this specific PR company, that's going to be easier for them. But like say like Square Enix's or Capcom's sure. uh, PR person, like th they they might want want something completely different. You know, so it's going to be one of those things that, I mean, and the thing is like some places like have it, individual games have their own PR people. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be one of those things that it's just going to be different. So unfortunately, like, while while this is why I, I call it the streamer guru now, it's like, like the YouTube guru okay. where, you know, this is how you do this. And the truth is like, we can give advice for specific things, but it's such a broad thing overall that like no answer is correct. Like thing, like things. The only things that are across the board are usually correct or quality of life things, i.e., your email address and your Twitter bio. Yep. Yes. And absolutely. On your, and on your channel description. Yes. Big. Do now. Go. So it's it's literally. So so things like that, of course, right. Yeah, but like all the all the other stuff, like mark how you label yourself, this or that. Like, my thing is when if if you go if you're if you're applying for a game or trying to talk to someone, I feel like if that company is going to have an interest in what you do, and they find out who you are anyway, and they contact you, there's going to be a conversation there anyway. So why pigeonhole yourself and why necessarily label yourself when there should actually be a conversation? between the PR and yourself to begin with, like no because, one finds each other by because, accident. A lot of times, like well, it's not a cute meet or meet cute or whatever. It, it just like, it happens because either word of mouth carries or you contact them. And then a conversation should happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Like you can go in completely prepared and being like, I've, you know, that's what I say. I, you know, I'll be like, I've always said I'm a variety streamer. I hate the term. Or I play multiple games, but I focus on battle royale, multiplayer, and platformers. Mm -hmm. I I would say it's from. I'm gonna say the the thing about the thing about that is it it again goes to the the how right how you're contacting them and what kind of information you give right like yeah, over well, time uh, over time like when I first went into this. I have a master's degree in business. I work in marketing. I've worked in web marketing. I understand acquisitions and advertisements and all that stuff. So having all that knowledge, it made sense to me that when I was first reaching out to companies to work with, that I was like, hey, I understand that I am not a huge channel, but this is what I do. I've got a solid community. I do this, this, that, and the other, because I felt like that was me 
acknowledging the fact that I may not be as big as someone they normally work with, but that I had compelling reasons for why they would want to work with me. Yeah. And I was wrong. <laughs> that's not how this business works, right? That's one of those quirks of this business is you don't need to label yourself. They're either going, they're going to investigate you on your own and make a decision one way or the other, whether they want to work with you based on their own criterion, because no one lists their damn criteria. You have to just go about it that way. And that's, and that's the thing. Like I want to like, I'm going to have a streamer. Like I'm going to have tweets where I'm like a thread for PR companies. Sure. Where, you know, it's like literally tell us what the fuck you want. <laughs> please, like, please make it. You know, you tell us what you want from us all the time. Tell us what you want. Tell us the that. numbers you want us to hit. Tell us how many subs you want. Don't make us guess. Make us meet the criteria. Let it be known. Like, I see, this is what I can't stand. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the companies I'm with, I'm actually kind of, I, I like most of them. But it's one of those <laughs> things, like, what's the fucking point in just, like, having a forum if you're not even going to pay attention to half of them? If right. you don't want to work with Mixer, don't put Mixer on the forum. If you don't yes. want to work with YouTube, don't put YouTube on the forum. Like I got told somebody like, I'm not going to say the company because I eventually want to work with them in the future if I ever gets to that <laughs> point. But they were like, we don't work with Mixer. Oh, yeah, I know you. Well, then just, just, just say it. Just say it. Just say it. It doesn't have to be time consuming. Just right. be like, no, thanks. Not the site we like. Yeah. Done. Literally, mm. have, you, you know what? You can have an auto response. I don't care. Sure. Just say so it's I, it, so stupid that everything is a guessing game that again amen the other thing the other thing that i that i and this kind of feeds into that is the fabled and i do say fabled because i don't know what the hell goes in it i'm still listening but i really have to pee Go you're ahead. fine the fabled pr deck or 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 stream deck right like yeah See, you heard it. You heard it. It's bullshit. I don't know what the hell's supposed to go in it, but people will ask me. They're like, and, and again, having criteria for what you want to know, PR people, we are just as confused as you are, right? Some people are like, well, I, 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 you know, I want a deck. Where's your media deck? And okay, what do you want in my media deck? Because my numbers change all the time. They'll change based on the year they'll change based on the day they'll change based on the week. I don't know what numbers you want from me. And aside from putting numbers on that list, I don't know what other information you need. I'm giving you my Twitter. I'm giving you my, uh, you know, I'm giving you my Twitter. I'm giving you my email. I, you can clearly go and look at my channel. I know that you use social blade. I know that you have other ways to look at my channel. You're going to go verify all this crap anyway. What the hell do you want from me? What do I, what do I need? What do I need to put in this thing to get your attention? Or is it something where it's like a resume? Everyone's got to have one. You just kind of have to make your one stand out. And it's a sign that I put in the effort to do it. Okay. So here, <laughs> I can't reveal anything yet, but I do have something larger on Friday that I'm going to be doing. Hmm. So one of the things that was the criteria, you know, for, for that was, don't get me wrong. It's through, it's through other people as well. Other people. <laughs> the last two like negotiation things I'm currently going through, cause I got another one maybe in the works. 
They wanted a screenshot. I okay. didn't need to have a deck. They wanted a screenshot of my last three months. From where? Literally took me five seconds. From where? That's the thing. From where? From uh, Mixer Stats? One was, from Social one was Twitter. One was Twitter and one was uh, Arsenal. Ah, the good old Arsenal. I like Arsenal. Yeah. So literally. Arsenal.gg, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, is a fantastic site that uh, compiles statistics. You should check but it out. But literally, like, I didn't need a fancy stream deck. I didn't, like, don't get me wrong. If you want to build one, build one. If you want to build one, build one. But I feel like we try so hard to have this pomp and circumstance. Sure. And, like, these same people that were supposed to be impressing, like, they, they're streamers, too, a lot of the times. And it's just their boss that doesn't understand it. Like, trying to tell them what to do with it. And, like, the thing is, I'm not actually mad or anything like that. But it is just annoying how, like, we can have this literal human conversation and, like, you can just be good enough, not good enough, up, whatever. It's fine. But it, it's just silly, man. Like, it, it's, I, I hate, I hate pretension. I, God, I hate it. And, like, it feels like so much of this is, like, like, mm -hmm, like, you know, buttoning, you know, pulling up the tie. Like we got to have this really, you're like, you're, you're going to, you're going to hit me with the high and mighty right now. I saw you puke on the street at PAX West after being too drunk. Like you're going to like, like, let's, let's just drop it. No, we're all human. Like we, we can respect the brands. We can do this. We can understand it's business. Yep. It's so silly sometimes. Yeah, because all it takes is easy. Like it's never been easier to contact anyone, like well, Twitter, Instagram, DMs, then, yeah, but then email. You, then you you take the step, right? So this is this is the thing that kind of blew my mind. And and honestly, like I feel, and you and I have talked about this before. I felt bad. I actually went to Pax West with the with the hope, because I'm going to call it a hope that I would be able to make meaningful contacts with people at these companies. Nope. And I thought I did. Nope. <laughs> Not a damn one. There was a company I was very psyched to talk to, and I actually did. I actually was able to sit and have a great conversation with the person that runs the whole program over a nice lunch, gave him my card, Guy said, did you fill out an app for our thing? I said, yep, I did it recently. He's like, I'll take this. I'll go look up your information, and you should be hearing from me soon. Paxos was a long time ago. Still haven't heard from this person. And I get that, that it's an event, and they're worried about other stuff. But as a content mm -hmm. creator, as, as a streamer, I'm looking to make those relationships. I'm looking to do those types of, of things. I'm looking to reach out to these companies. I've gathered cards. I send emails and then you don't hear back. And it's like when you actually make that human con you know, contact, that human contact, that human interaction. And then even then you still have a hard time just because of the various atmosphere. Again, it just, it's one of those very challenging things as a content creator to find the right way to do this. So I don't know. I don't know how much more we want to kick the dead horse here, but I think that it's, the important things again are when you find these people, don't be afraid to reach out. 
And if you don't hear anything, don't be afraid to re- don't be afraid to reach out again later. Um, and realize that every company is going to be different. And as we move forward, and we hopefully can can make these positions, as you you said, man, like there are a lot of these things are new, right? People don't understand yeah. what this is. As this becomes a little bit more solidified, as we get some more requirements, hopefully it becomes more transparent. But in, until then, there's only so much that you can do to do that. And you just kind of kind of have to keep rolling with the punches. Yeah. And the, the last thing I'll say about that is the hardest thing about all of this is not letting it overshadow your content. Yeah. And, and that's don't care about it so much that it clouds what you do. Don't let the relationship that you're trying to have mess up the one you already got because you yep. have a relationship with your community too. That's important. And that it, well, when you choose content- business over your community, your community is not going to like that. Right. I like mean, that, that's just big dick move. It's, it's a, that is, it's like a, it's a quasi sacred thing. I'll say. And I mean that yeah. the relationship you have with your community and the connections that you make, with with people that are supporting you and ultimately are what are driving your individual well, I mean, success. That's I, 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 got to be your main focus. It's it's funny to say this because one of our community managers are here, but I, I even said this in, I don't know, oh, it, was, it wasn't on my podcast. It was, I just had a live show the other day. Like if literally if all of my sponsors, partners drop me tomorrow, I wouldn't... I wouldn't bat an eye like, because like, you know, it'd be possible to make others and it'd also be one of those things. Like it's not as important to me as I thought it was. It's really not like, you know, I did the podcast one day, like, don't get me wrong. I care about the people, but it's also one of those things that like the idea of the stuff or the code or, or anything like, like with all my partnerships and stuff like that, they probably think I'm a terrible partner or a person to sponsor because I tell people to go get the best deal. Like I don't expect to make any, like most of my stuff is that I get the gear that I can replace. If something breaks, that's the important thing to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not even like the money I can receive from it. It means nothing to me. Like all like headphones and green screens and stuff like that. Like I don't tell people to use my code. I don't tell people to use like if they want to save money and they can save more money with my code, then sure. But like right. the whole like use use my link to do the analytical thing. No, I don't do that. Yeah. Like it, it's it's that's not my, you know, I'm not going to tell you to buy something more expensive somewhere else if you could just get the same thing on Amazon and just be like, "Hey, boom, thanks for the suggestion." Like that means more to me. And I th- I think that that's where even though it wasn't you that said you hated influencer, right? Or was it somebody else that hates influencer? I can't remember. It was excessive profanity. Okay. Yeah. Cause influencer, it sounds like a drug dealer. It sounds, it literally sounds like so, you're like, Hey, you want some crack? But that's, but the thing, the thing about that term and again, however people use it is irregardless of what it actually means. You carry an influence no matter what you do in life, Right. Your parents have influenced who you are as a person. Your significant other, since we're talking about relationships, influences who you are as a person and the things that you do and what you do and what you say and how you do things, whether you think you do or not, especially as people that are live streamers like us that stream on a consistent basis where we're always in front of people, right? We have an influence. 
And to me, what I hope is when I work with companies is that they understand that that's more important than me pushing whatever code or whatever product it is. It's more the fact that that relationship is established and that I'm mm-hmm. able to exude that influence onto my community and just say, Hey, if you're picking up a headset, I mean, we have, I love the headset debate that we have in chats all the time. I, that's the only thing that I think we have more than that, or even comes close to it is like the OBS XSplit debate. And even then it's really not a debate. It's just more of a, well, I can't pay for XSplit. And I said, well, that's fine. Use OBS. It still works. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's the answer that XSplits wants me to give. I love XSplit. I can tell you why I love it. But if you don't use it, it's not like, I hate yeah. you. You know, somebody the other day was like, oh man, I, I you know, I, I bought a pair of A40s. And I was like, but why? Jokingly. And they're like, because I wanted the amp. And I'm like, I know everybody wants the damn amp. I was like, did you know that Rick makes something similar? And they're like, what? <laughs> but it's funny. Like we have those kinds of discussions all the time. We're like, well, look, I just really like my steel series. I'm like, you love your steel series. I'm not going to poo poo on you, but that's not the point, right? The point of these relationships is, is the fact that we are putting these products that we have a buy-in in, in front of people every day. And, and I think that to your point, that's the hard thing to quantify. So often these companies lead with, well, here's your affiliate code and you know, you get a percentage of sales and that's great. I echo you. I could give a shit. I really don't care about affiliate sales. It's no. not going to be enough money to worry about at my channel size to begin with. So be damned. It's yeah, more important I mean- that I have that relationship to where where we're working together to build each other's brands where you're promoting yeah. me on your social media and your, you know, your, your channel, if you have a channel, right. Or through your channels and I'm repping the living shit out of your stuff because I think it's good stuff. And together we're hoping to grow together. And that's why I came to mixer. That's why I work with who I do is because I feel like we have those mutual interests It's certainly not about affiliate crap. No, hate it. I, I could care less. So anyway, I don't know. Anything else to add? I, I, I think we're good there, man. Relationships. They're important. Cultivate them. Love them. Could you imagine relationships? Like if the girl you're going after has like a form, but she doesn't tell you what you're looking at. Like, <laughs> Dude, they do though. They do. Like, let's not play. Right. Let's not play. I don't know. With some people, you can just so, show them a bank statement. That's a that's that, that's that's the media. That's deck their need. criteria. That's on their form. It's like, ooh, I like your stats. Damn right they do. Can she buy me some? <laughs> get that get that bougie lifestyle, man, dude. When when you get lied to, this is a whole different topic, and we're gonna sidebar on this slightly. When when I was in high school, there was a girl that I was interested in very much and we were friends and we were good friends. We talked about like, we were the kind of friends that's like, you're pretty much in a relationship without like the physical intimacy. Oh yeah. Dude. And I was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I really like you and I'd like to take it to the next level. And she's like, you know what? You're not my type. And I was like, huh? She goes, you're too buff. And I literally like about crap my pants. And I was like, what the 
Seriously? Like, and I thought that was actually like, I thought it was the most BS excuse. And I was like, wow, like, I, like my mind is blown. I thought that all women liked a, a man who was physically able to like do the whole no, protection Zay, thing. Zay doesn't want me to nope. get like super muscly again. Nope. There's plenty of women it, that are just gross, like, apparently. don't want it. You got muscles. They're like, eh, you're too hard. You know, like I don't, that I don't I've understand. never been told before. <laughs> Context phrasing. Anyway, point being is this is very weird. It's, it's, it's a, it was a weird thing for me, but like you said, everybody has their criteria. Oh yeah. dude. I mean, some, some people in high school will kick ceiling for a ride home. Like it won't even. Right. Like it, <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. My wife, she likes muscles. Mm -hmm. They're covered up now, but when we were dating, they were there. <laughs> anyway so now now i think we're done are we done i think we're done ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to this podcast please make sure that wherever you is you're listening whether it's through spotify through anchor itself google podcasts itunes etc etc that you please like subscribe do all the fun things tell your friends about us if you like what we do we need and appreciate your support. We'd also like it if you would peruse our live streams, which you can come and visit on pretty much a nightly basis at Boom Live in Nighttide on Mixer. Proud of you. It's hard. But if you would also like to take that next step, oh, we freaking love you. If you would follow us on our socials as well, the Twitters, the Instagram, I am Nightite in all these places. He is Boom Life TV. If you listened to the last podcast, you'll know why. And if you didn't last listen to the last podcast, now you have a hook to go listen to it to find out why it's important to follow Boom Life TV. We love you. Bye-bye. Doing good. Laters. <laughs>